0: Well, good morning. This is Pastor Michael Brown, uh, once again, your host for Stories of Hope from the heart of our community. Uh, My guest this morning is Pastor uh, Keisha Gardner, and Pastor Gardner is one of our staff here at Kalamazoo Gospel Ministries. Uh, Pastor Gardner, it's good to have you here.
1: I'm glad to be here, I'm glad to be here. Um,
0: Just, you know, always enjoy your smiling face and uh, just the joy that you bring into any situation. Um, But we we wanted to get together this morning. You know, it's our desire always to keep the community informed about what we're doing here at KGM. Um, uh, We're going to come to you at some point and give you an update on the building uh, that should be completed sometime around the end of um, October, first part of November, around in there somewhere. But uh, today we want to talk about some changes that are happening at KGM uh, in regard to our meal times. Uh, For as long as I can remember, and I've been here a little over 20 years, uh, we've always served uh, three meals uh, a day. But we're changing that right now. And we'll talk, get into some of the whys and the wherefores and all of that about it. Uh, But Pastor Keisha, You are uh, over our um, food services program, so why don't you uh, talk to our community about some of the changes that we're making?
1: Yeah, so um, it's a privilege, uh, Pastor Brown, to be able to serve here at KGM over uh, our social enterprises, which Mm -hmm. uh, our food service department falls underneath that umbrella. Mm -hmm. And um, we are, uh, again, at a point due to the changing climate the economic, you know, landscape of where we currently are—not only mm-hmm. in Kalamazoo, but a nation—to have to make some changes in order to be able to care for our staff properly, uh, right. to keep them uh, with the fire that they came into the doors with when they applied and wanting yeah. to serve uh, our guests in our community, but. Um, due to some staffing shortages, uh, mm-hmm. and it's just the climate everywhere right now. Um, we're needing to make this change. Right. Um, however, but really thankful to God for the community collaborations because we are not the only ones in the community that serve meals.
0: That's true. Um, mm-hmm.
1: You know, it is a little disheartening because historically, yeah. you know, we've been known to serve three meals a day to not only our guests but our community. We've been a ministry uh, in operation and watching. Watching God work through us for over, you know, 87, 80 eighty-plus years. Um, so to come to this place of having to make this adjustment, yeah. um, you know, it's a little difficult for us. Um, but thankful um, that we have partnerships and collaborations to help right. us make this adjustment for our community and our guests.
0: Yeah, we have a plan. We have so a plan. Yes, we have yes. a plan. And, and you know, as we looked into this too. We found that uh, so many rescue missions across um, Michigan, actually, and a few uh, many around the country only serve two meals a day. Yeah. and I don't know why they initially started doing that, but I can we can speak today about why we're gonna start doing that. Uh, you know it's funny that we when we started having our meeting, I was thinking about my experience recently at a couple of local uh, eateries, you mm-hmm. know, places, because I'd like to eat out, you yeah. know, and yeah. uh, and if you're listening to this program and you like to eat out, you know that you've had some experiences where um, you have to wait a little bit longer to get your food, and sometimes your food, uh, uh, it's a little less than what you would call par because they're trying to train the people that they have coming in and there's not a lot of people coming in to fill some positions that they've had so many of our restaurants are understaffed you know and uh, they're trying to make it and we've come under that same uh, uh scenario where we don't have a lot of volunteers coming in whether it be for covid or what have you but then we don't have a lot of people applying for open positions in the kitchen uh who are experienced now with our population and so, um, that's, that's why we're going to have to cut back on, on our meal times. Um, rest assured, nobody's going to in a, going to be put in a situation where they are starving. That's right. Okay. Uh, two meals a day. Um, I know for me, two meals a day is all I need to eat. You know, if I'm eating three meals a day, I'm, I'm actually overeating. That's just me. Um, but, uh. So what are some of the changes we're talking about making?
1: Well, some of the changes that we're making is, as you stated, uh, we're going to go from three meals a day to two meals a day. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we'll be serving our breakfast meal, uh, which historically has been served to our community as well as our guests. But we're changing that uh, from where we are only going to serve our in-house guests that are currently in the building staying with us at KGM. And that meal time is going to change as well. Uh, Before, we were serving from 6:30 until 7 30 uh, but now that we're just going to serve our in-house guests we're going to change that from seven o'clock until eight o'clock which then gives them the ability to have a meal and then go straight to chapel from that meal right um and the good part about um our meal times is that As we serve our guests from 7 to 8, and we've normally typically served our community, the community still has an opportunity to have a breakfast meal uh, right across the street with one of our partnering uh, agencies, Ministry with Community, because they serve breakfast from 8 to 9.
0: Right, right, yeah. So uh, once again, there's, there's food available. There's hot meals available. There's hot meals available. Um, You know, and we work together, Ministry of Community, KGM, and many of the other uh, providers in town. We work together to make sure that we each have food to serve, Uh, we share resources um you know and and it's I think this is a good thing because sometimes you can't eat too much food Mm -hmm. you know and when you don't have anything to do you eat at one place and then you leave you go eat at another place and it's really not healthy when you don't have a regimen to to work that off and everything so we're going to see how this works out so that uh that's our breakfast meal what about um What about our lunch? Are we serving lunch at all?
1: No. So we will be cutting out our lunch meal. Mm -hmm. uh, But once again... we are thankful for our partnership and mm-hmm. collaboration with Ministry with the Community because they will serve a meal from one thirty until 2.30, which will allow for um, our community um, to be able to have a lunch meal. Right. Um, mm-hmm. But then we'll have a dinner meal which will serve our guests as well as the community. Um, because uh, Ministry with Community only serves two meals a day, which is breakfast and lunch, we are going to be able to provide that dinner meal to our community as well as our guests. So it's okay. a great staggering uh, mm-hmm. times of meals so that our guests as well as our community are being served. Right. Um, and we're able to offer that dinner meal to our guests so that they have a meal to hold them over until the next meal in the morning for breakfast. And that's great.
0: That is, that is really, really great. Um, I love those collaborations and uh, when things are able to come together. Uh, like that and work for the benefit of the community. I think it just speaks uh, well of the community as a whole when you're not overutilizing resources, but you're stretching out your resources. And the other thing is, it gives our um, our our kitchen team, it gives yeah. our our staff uh, a breather. Yes. You know, because uh, I was in the cafeteria earlier this morning talking uh, with some of our staff and they they were telling me how excited they're looking at relieving some of the pressure that they've been under yeah. uh, serving, you know, just going from one meal right into the next meal, right into the next meal as, as forced as preparation goes especially being so short-handed yeah you know um it's interesting we we hired some people we hired one person and the day after they started they came down with COVID, and so they were out
1: yeah you know yeah. and
0: so um and they've so they they're not they've not been here yeah. we've been short-handed in that regard yeah. um so yeah that's part of what's going on here at the gospel mission and uh, we want to make sure that we keep our community um involved i think at some point Uh, We're going to have some of our staff come in and uh, talk with us on one of these programs so that you can hear from their perspective. Uh, And I think oftentimes that's a perspective that we miss, uh, is that of our staff, those people on the front lines who can share with us just what it's like. You know, to serve on the front lines at a ministry like this and the different attitudes and the different, uh, you know, personalities that you encounter throughout the course of the day. Um, so, Pastor Keisha, where are we going from here? You know, I mean, are we looking at do you think we'll ever come back to three meals
1: well, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that, that we can. Um, mm-hmm. I think one of the things that COVID has really taught us is uh, to be able to look at um, the way that we do things uh, through a creative lens mm-hmm. and how we can still uh, stick with the purpose that God has given us, right. Um, right. but make those necessary adjustments to stick with the purpose, but right. then also to care um, mm-hmm. for our people well. And so, you know, just for now, we'll say it is what it is. Just For now Uh, Um, and as we get further down the road and um you know the landscape begins to change and the climate prayerfully you know begins to start calming down um mm -hmm. we may you know i would love for us to go back to being able to do three meals a day Uh, but for right now we want to be able to you know still serve uh, meals but then also uh, not put any extra burden on our dedicated staff uh, and burn them out
0: right you know you bring up an interesting point Um, about the lessons that COVID is teaching us. You know, COVID taught us how to be more uh, efficient with some of the meetings that we were having in regard to, you know, moving that platform to Zoom. Yeah. You know, and uh, even there was a time our board meetings were going to Zoom, you know, and we found that our board meetings went from an hour and a half to 40 minutes, Yeah, you know, and so it's like, wow, we've been, we've been spending all of that time. Yeah. And so now, I mean, you, you never want to uh, get to a place where you don't have that personal touch, mm-hmm. you know, that personal interaction. And so then you have to find balance, yeah. you know, and so then you look at other aspects of your ministry and say, how can we get better? Yeah, You know, and so not only COVID, but then some of the challenges that we have, uh, as the, um, unhoused population in Kalamazoo grows, and uh, the city's trying to respond, different agencies are trying to respond, then we massage our programs to make sure that uh, we're not trying to do it all. You know, Kalamazoo Gospel Mission, we never want to be uh, the only show in town, so to speak, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, because it takes a community to respond uh to help our our homeless guests uh that are in this community and we want to keep doing that Um, and so yeah we also want to uh make sure that this platform to get information out is available to some of these other providers that are out there and uh, so we'll be doing that as well um you know i I really um um i don't know how to approach this how to get into the 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 uh I, I I'm just gonna say this. I'm I'm really excited about what this change is gonna mean for our program guests, yeah. because now our program guests are gonna uh, be able to breathe, you know, so to speak, and our program guests won't have all the rush of so many numbers mm-hmm. because our program guests are actually the ones that have come. And said, you know, this is going on in my life, this is going on in my life, and I need help. Yeah. And so they want to focus on changing their lives, whatever that looks like, to achieve the purpose that God created them for. Mm-hmm. And so they want to be able to focus on that. They want to be able to focus on programming. Mm-hmm. And while we want to keep balance in the ministry so that it's not all about programming this still this still helps and it also uh i believe it kind of relieves some of the pressure off of those people who are staying with us in overnight shelter you know from uh especially in a a um what i want to say a focused gathering time during our meals to have people come in from you know out in the community and they all have to get along and and you've got a lot of uh, for some of our guests anyway there's mental dysfunction and all of those kinds of things that you'd never think about you know until you're in this situation yeah, you know and yeah. so I'm excited that this is gonna uh, help us uh, and help the greater Kalamazoo community to learn of uh, other creative ways to respond, mm. to help our people uh, in this community get better. Now, if you're listening to this program and you say, you know what, that sounds good, um, I have ideas that might help, you know, then then we wanna hear those ideas. Now, I'm gonna tell you, I'm uh, this is the kind of guy I am. If you got an idea for us to do something different, then don't just come up and say, y'all need to do this, no be willing to support whatever that idea is if we determine that it fits with what we're doing as a ministry. Okay, because I mean, I've, I've found out that people can always come up with reasons and, and ideas for you to do something different, but then they don't want to support it. So we want to hear from you. We, um, we uh, you know, if you think we're doing a great job, let us know that. If you think we're not doing such a great job, let us know that too. You know we are interested in knowing where we fit uh, in this community Um, I've talked to a number of um, uh, other ministries uh, that are doing the same thing that uh, we are doing and they understand you Mm -hmm. know they understand why we're doing it Uh, rescue ministries around the country Uh, are those that have been serving uh, three meals are going to the two meal platform as well. And many of them have always been a two meal platform. And so, um, you know, we're excited to bring this change and to see just where we go from here. Mm -hmm. So uh, if if this, if we, Kalamazoo Gospel Ministry sounds like a ministry you want to support and we definitely need your support, you can give us a call at 269-345-2974. That's 269-345-2974. We also need uh, volunteers to help us, uh, to continue to help us put these meals on and make sure that services are provided here, uh, whether it be in our food service area or in one of our retail um, locations. 269-345-2974. 269-345-2974. You can check us out online at www.kzoogospel.org. That's w And uh you while you're up there, you can look at those open uh positions that we have and uh maybe give Matt Furrow a call and talk about areas where you can Uh, volunteer um, so that you can uh, support the ministry here and help those uh, unhoused uh, folks in our community. Uh, You know, um, our numbers are on an upswing. And uh, talking with uh, our north campus uh, this morning, uh, KDC, they're seeing our numbers to go up in that area. And so they need volunteers as well uh it's like all of the community the the um do you think that there's a a a difference in like the restaurants are not seeing people and the and the shelter uh food service not seeing people and there's so many signs that say help wanted Mm -hmm. but then we can't get volunteers either do you think there's a correlation in the community with that
1: I do. Um, I I think that, again, um, you know, due to the pandemic, the pandemic has really just kind of shaken things up, Mm -hmm. Um, whether it be individuals um, just worried about congregate settings or, um, you know, a number of different things uh, for the reasons why we can't, you know, find workers to come into the workplace Um, there are so many variables that have uh, landed us as a community where we are Um, but one of the things that i think i appreciate about particularly our kalamazoo community is that you know we band together we try to help each other and figure it out um, where we understand that you know we need help from um, each other to make the world go round, if you will, <laughs> and so I yeah. do. I do think it's it's a number of different variables that we see from restaurants to uh, the help that we have here at KGM yeah. um, is that we're experiencing the same things.
0: You know, there's uh, one of one of the things that I want to mention too is I know when uh, COVID first happened, uh, there was a lot of conversation about folk looking toward the the rescue mission and those uh um congregated housing situations and they thought oh man it's going to get bad over there Mm -hmm. you know there's probably that's going to be a hotbed and we never saw that
1: no we we
0: we never saw that i mean we've had cases here and there Mm -hmm. uh many of our staff including myself at one time or another have had it and we've seen uh uh folk who are um sick to varying degrees right, you know some right. folks have had a harder time than others I know for me back in uh December I think it was I was um I was I didn't feel well for about three days but other than that I felt great but then I stayed quarantined anyway mm-hmm. you know during that time and just work from home yeah. you know but uh we never saw you know, what folk thought we were gonna see where everybody just, you know, just one after the other uh, were coming down. We, We just never saw that.
1: And I think that's because we understand the nature of the people that we serve, mm-hmm. um, and we uh, really did a lot to mitigate the the spread of COVID in our facilities. Whether it was working with community partners to decongregate our building, to yeah. ensuring that all of our staff were wearing masks and socially distancing, socially distancing the people that we had in uh, in our building that was staying with us. So I think we really took a proactive. Yeah. um yeah. Stance in trying to do what we could go above and beyond so that uh, we did not see that large spread that uh, many have thought that they would see from the homeless population. Right. Uh, and I think that that definitely helped because you know we are a public health, you know, institution, um, one that stands on our faith, um, mm-hmm. but also we do what's necessary physically to help prevent you know, the spread of any any type of disease, whether it's COVID or flu or cold or, Uh you know, and making sure that we're talking with staff and also guests. to prevent spread of anything so i think we we did a really great job and that's why we saw what we saw i
0: I agree with that you know one of the things you said too is standing on our faith i want to speak to that for a minute because uh, i learned something from joel osteen years ago and i've heard that message uh, a couple of times where he talked about his father's mother uh, grandma Olstein and he said that uh, she went to her doctor one time and she was getting older and the doctor told her, he said, Well, you've got this ailment. He said she looked at him and said, I'll not have it. Mm. I'll not have such and such a thing, whatever that ailment was. She said, I ain't having none of that. And he said, she went on to keep living, you know, and, yeah. and she lived to a ripe old age. And it was a spiritual Decision that she made that that is not of God and I'm not going to have mm. it. And I remember when COVID first hit, I was telling people, I said, I don't have nothing to do with that. Mm. You know, they said, well, COVID's is this and COVID that. I said, I ain't got nothing to do with me. You know, and then when when uh, I found out that I had it, I said, "Yeah, but so I have COVID, but COVID don't have me."
1: Amen. You know, Amen.
0: COVID COVID don't have me. I mean, God didn't give it to me, and I'm not going to maintain it. And and I went into prayer, and like I said, uh, didn't feel good for a couple of days, but that was about Amen. it. Amen. You know, so I encourage you all. You know, even whether it be COVID or or other things like that. I cannot overemphasize the benefit of the power of prayer and faith to believe the word. The word of God says that we were healed by the by the stripes, by His stripes, Jesus' stripes. We were healed Amen. on the, uh, uh, through what He went through on the cross. And if you actually believe that, then you have to walk out the attitude that that Grandma Olsteen had to say, "I'm not gonna have it." Yeah. I'm not gonna have it. It's not gonna, you know, entertain. I'm not gonna entertain it, you know, and and I'm not gonna have it. And so I just just want to put that out there. Uh, I know there are folks listening to me that say that's the craziest thing I've heard. Well, praise the Lord, <laughs> it worked for me. Okay, and so um, so Pastor Keisha, uh, just before we close, um, I want to uh, I want to pray for you and your team. Um, I always pray for my guests here, but I mean, going through this right now, and I know one of the reasons we want to get out in front of this is because I know that uh rumor control can, mm. get, can get out of hand. And I want you and I want your team to stay encouraged because you guys do such a tremendous job. And I know people in the community don't see all of the things that you go through in the background to make ministry happen here. So I want to pray with you. Thank you. Won't you join us as we pray for this amazing ministry team, Father? We just thank and praise you, God, for Pastor Keisha, for the gift that she is to this ministry. Father, I thank you for the leadership that she is uh, conducting here in front of her team, God and. Just the heart that she has for the people that you send to us, God. The heart to care for people in every situation, Father. The heart to change and to move in different directions based on what we need to do, again, to care for your people. I pray for every staff person, God, that works in our kitchen, for every guest that comes through our dining room, for every volunteer that comes to be a part of this ministry. Father, I decree and declare that they will not have COVID, that we ha- we won't have anything to do with it, Father, COVID has nothing to do with your kingdom. Your word says, as we pray, as it is in, uh, uh, as it is on earth, as it is in heaven. That's the way we should pray. That it would be your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And I don't believe that COVID exists in heaven. And so we don't wanna entertain it here. And so God, we just rely on you. We believe you, God, that you care for us. We believe that our, uh, by the stripes of Jesus, we've been healed. And so it's our desire to walk that out, God. So. Thank you, Father, for all that you're doing. Thank you, Thank you for this amazing community that supports this Thank ministry, him. God. And we continue to yield to your will in every area of this ministry. In Jesus name, Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God bless you all. Thank you so much for allowing us into your homes. This has been Pastor Michael Brown with Kalamazoo Gospel Ministries, another segment of Stories of Hope from the heart of our community. We'll see you here again next week, same time. God bless.